Welcome to Mortgage Broker Acceleration with James Vagley and Ash Playstead. Being a successful mortgage broker is not just about offering great rates and great service. You need to become the best marketer, leader and strategist to outthink your competition. If you want to grow your mortgage business and do it smarter, keep listening. If you want to accelerate even faster, visit www.brokerworkshop.com. That's brokerworkshop.com. Now, let's accelerate. Here's James and Ash. Hey, everybody. It's James Vagley here. Welcome to another episode of the MBA podcast. And this week, episode 69, Ash, is about buying leads. Is it a good idea? Is it a bad idea? First of all, good to see you. How are you doing? Yeah, great to be here, James. I'm doing super well. I hope you are well too, mate. Um, gotcha. And look, you know, oh my God, buying leads, good idea or bad idea. Um, I hope everybody's ears just pricked up because this is a favorite chestnut. Um, so yeah, looking forward to diving into it. Oh, me too. Yeah, we hear this a lot. Uh, we know there are a ton of solutions and providers and people that are popping into the market in and out uh, offering leads to mortgage brokers. We'll, we'll generate your leads. We'll do a digital marketing funnel for you. We'll set appointments for you. Uh, we'll guarantee this. We'll do that. So it's, and we, we get this question a lot in our programs, members that we're working with. And I think it's a really big conversation. And I'm going to open the can of worms first, Ash, with saying that buying leads, good idea or bad idea. I'm going to go out and say both. It's both a good idea and a bad idea. <laughs> so we're well, going to deconstruct that for our listeners. That's fantastic, James. And that's because, you know, it is both good and bad. I mean, look, we could tell stories about people we've worked with that have bought leads and built an amazing business off the back of it. And other people who bought leads and blown tens of thousands of dollars out their backside. So, you know, it depends on context. It depends on strategy. It depends on the quality of the leads. It depends on the quality of your systems to do a good job with those leads. There's, there's moving parts to this that will then, I think, hopefully, by the end of this chat, you know, all of the mortgage pros, you guys out there listening to this will go, you know, here's a framework to be able to make a decision about whether it's a good path to follow or not a good path to follow. Yeah, yeah, you got it. It's, I think buying leads like a lot of strategies and services and opportunities in the mortgage business, um, it, uh, it comes down to shiny object syndrome, as in uh, it sounds good, it sounds like it's uh, going to solve all my problems and help me grow my business, double my volume, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so it's a very easy, shiny object buying leads. But let's let's start with why it's a good idea or why it's a bad idea. So I'm, as you said, it's all about context. So why would be why would buying leads be a bad idea? Um, you go first, and I'll jump in after. Um, well, look, probably the starting point is buying leads tends to be the, I guess, the last resort or perhaps in some context, the first resort of the overwhelmed, um, you know, cash flow poor broker who's trying to find a solution to business um, and perhaps is not having any luck um, with other ideas or strategies. So the idea of having people to talk to 
when you're not able to generate those opportunities elsewhere, or perhaps it's not working for you, it's logical and it makes sense to buy leads. But the problem is, if you haven't worked out the other things, as in a, you know, a strategy to speak, how am I going to speak to those leads? Um, what's my back-end process to convert them? I mean, James, I mean, we could tell horror stories about people, and there's probably people listening to this who've gone, yep, I'll sign up to your program. It seems reasonable. I get 100 leads. It costs me X amount of dollars. Awesome. And what happens is, you know, they only ever get through ringing 10 of them maybe get one or two prospects out of it and the other 90 get forgotten. Oh. I mean, it's it's very low, sort of low-brow strategy if you haven't thought through the bigger picture as to how you're going to maximise that investment, get that return on investment. And I use those words really intentionally because ultimately – Buying leads, as with any other investment of your hard-earned capital, you've got to be able to, at some point, establish a return on an investment. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, yeah, you could just be blowing money away. I, I'm going to throw out a, a, something, and I'll see if I get you to bite on this. I'll see, see your reaction, um, listeners. You'll see what I mean. Um, I'm I'm going to put out there that. It's a bit of a catch-22 chicken and egg situation with buying leads. So a lot of brokers that buy leads, buy leads because they need leads. Now, someone that needs leads probably needs leads because they can't close or talk to people efficiently, right? And build partnerships. Now, if you can't talk to people and close customers without, on your own, you shouldn't be buying leads. Does that make sense, Ash? Like, if you can't build a relationship and um, do deals to a certain level, um, then you shouldn't be buying leads. And that's the problem is most brokers that buy leads do so because they don't have enough leads and business. Um, do you know what I mean by that? The, oh, that's been my experience. And I can certainly speak from my experience with, with having worked with, you know, um, you know, many hundreds of brokers over many years particularly in this era of being able to buy leads because of um, the internet. But, you know, it used to happen before the internet. Leads were basically reefed out of the phone book or through, um, you know, door knocking essentially and then on sold. The bottom line is the starting point must be are you good at converting the leads you're already getting? That must be the starting point. The starting point can't be I'm not doing very well converting the customers I am or the prospects I am talking to. Therefore, give me more people that I can't convert, right? It doesn't make sense. And yet it happens over and over and over again. And there are some very savvy marketers in this industry who will sell you, uh, what do I say, sell crack to a crack addict. If you, know, if, you, if you form an attachment to lead as the only way you get to talk to people, you've got a problem, mm-hmm. yep. right? You know, but, you know, because there are plenty of people out there who'll keep selling you that, you know, that drug. Um, you know, if you can become really good at converting them, and you can sh- prove that it fits your strategy and that you're getting a return on that spend, great. But very few people that I have met are able to say yes to that question in advance of, you know, dabbling with buying leads. Mm. And that's the trick, isn't it? So, buying leads is actually. In general, now everything we say on this podcast, of course, is in general. So 
buying leads in general is a bad idea if you need them. <laughs> like <laughs> buying leads, in fact, is a very smart strategy. Well, not necessarily buying them, but using paid marketing, whether that's an agency or buying some leads, etc., can be a good strategy once you have a working conversion follow-up system because that's the other element of buying leads that most brokers forget. And we may have talked about this on another podcast, Ash, that uh, when you get a referral from Joe Bloggs, the real estate agent, or your best friend down the road, that is a completely different lead compared to somebody that's put their name into a form on the internet. And most brokers go into buying leads completely oblivious to the fact that um, these leads don't know you from a bar of soap, have probably put three or five inquiries in on random websites and aren't really even expecting a phone call half the time. Uh, whether it's a booked appointment or not, um, half the time there's very little intent. And if you don't have a very good, um, what we would call a triage or a sales process to win that business, then you're just going to do your dough. You are going to uh, feel like a call center making lots and lots and lots of phone calls where you don't connect and you know they just tell you to go away and they don't remember you. Yeah, it can be a bit disheartening. Um, oh, sure yeah. can, James. Uh, look, I mean, just to jump in there, I think it, it might be even worth me adding a quick little story here. And I won't use names um, to protect the innocent, obviously, but uh, this is a real story. Um, there's a couple of people that we coach, a couple of our clients. Um, one, a lady uses a marketing company to ge generate and sell her leads. So her, she doesn't do anything. She just pays for the leads and then they come into her system. Now, she's doing amazingly well. She's got an amazing system, amazing nurturing system to, you know, to follow them up if they're not ready at the first contact. And she converts overall between 30 to 40% of these leads. They're not cheap. It costs, you know, thousands of dollars. Um, to buy them. Now, another person earlier on in their journey who we've just started working with was using the same company and it was the other side of the coin. Complaints. It's a waste of money. They ripped me off. It doesn't work. So I ask you, friends, how could the same company giving the same quality leads to two different people get such vastly different results? Yep. Goes back to what you said, James. Yes, there's a bit of human skill, of course. We're all slightly different. But human skill doesn't account for one person converting 30 or 40% and the other person converting 0%. Yep. And, and blowing their money and giving up and then becoming a uh, basically a keyboard warrior and complaining about this company. Mm. So this is the thing with buying leads. They work to the extent that you and your system works. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I'll go one step further. It's a great story and like on the ground right now speaking to members like that. So uh, it's great that you shared that because um, it, it's so true that it comes back to the user. It's not the leads, it's usually you. Um, so that's why we, are, we have a real strong stance on this about whether it's a bad idea or a good idea. Um, and it always comes back to having a process, having sales ability, and understanding where these leads are coming from and how to actually work with them. Because Ash, I mean, the 
um, not to sort of have a go at the industry because we love our industry and everybody's doing the best they can. Uh, th there's not a lot of assistance on how to deal with these sorts of leads. Like the average mortgage broker who mentors brokers or, you know, BDMs and coaches and people like that, they, most brokers aren't taught how to do, like they're taught how to deal with referrals and how to show up and talk of doing needs analysis and um, borrowing capacities and work on what the client wants and needs. But with buying leads, you need to take it one step even further back and actually win that business before you even get to all the stuff that you're taught. So no one's really teaching how to convert these types of leads. And I think if brokers went in a bit more um, armed with you know, strategy and scripting and, and even just with their eyes wide open, <laughs> understanding that this is not going to be a walk in the park, then I think the whole buying leads thing wouldn't get such a bad rap because unfortunately it does get occasionally a bit of a bad rap. Oh, it didn't work and I got burnt and none of that's true. It's like leads are leads. Did you work them or did you not? Like, you know, we've spent yeah. lots and lots of money over many, many years generating mortgage leads and leads for our business and, you know, leads are leads. It's what you do with them and you have to be consistent and persistent. James, we, we've spoken about and used the word ecosystem in previous episodes on different topics. I, I would bring forward the word ecosystem into this topic. You know, your leads need to come into an ecosystem. It's not just uh, a boiler room where you're picking up the phone and saying, right, I've got 20 people I've got to call to see if I can convert them. I mean, that's the old, you know, when I started my time in this industry in the Aussie home loans days, and it's a great company and, and, and a brilliant company still here to this day. Back then in the mid-90s, it was very simple. When you signed on, you got fed leads. And the leads came in through the Will Save You marketing campaign. People inquired. Somebody picked up the phone and said, hey, give us a few details. We'll get a broker to call you. No training, no guidance. Just get out there. Have a go. Right? And the job was pick up the phone and call these people and see if you can convince them to do business with you. Right? Just very simple lead generation. Now, you compare that to an ecosystem. The same amount of leads come in, the same level of preparation, but you've got a process, a system, training, scripts, nurturing processes, you know, to keep in contact with people if they're not ready to make a decision now. You know, you bring the same amount of leads into a system today, I would expect you would probably triple, quadruple your conversion. I mean, it's interesting. It just occurred to me, James, Back then when I was doing that, I mean, I was reasonably good because I came from a background of selling finance. So I bought some natural skills across and I used to convert at about 10% of the leads. I was considered a superhero, like crazy. One in 10, I could convert. Most people were one or 2%. So think about that. You had to contact between 50 to 100 people to win one deal. One deal. Now, there's a lot of brokers, and I'm saying this hand on heart, still think that's the best way. Sign up to some company. Get 100 leads. Make 100 phone calls. Get one client. That is not a great use of your time. Right? The, would the same 100 leads bring a much better return with a lead ecosystem? Almost certainly. 
And it's a different conversation around the quality of the leads. You know, not all leads are created equal, are they, James? You know, there's the vast spectrum from just a name and a number that clicked on a button somewhere right through to a lead who's given over information. They know who's going to be contacting them. They're not talking to anybody else and they're ready for the interview. You know, there's a big gap. So quality of leads is a big piece of the puzzle. But I think before that, you've got to understand how am I going to contact, process, and keep in touch with these leads until they're ready to make a decision. Mm. Which is, yeah, which is so true. And I think that segues nicely into a quick discussion on when buying leads is a good idea. Um, Because we said earlier that if you need the leads, you probably shouldn't buy the leads. Now, that's a general statement unless you really back yourself in terms of sales ability and, you know, you have a proven track record in, in sales. But Uh, So in general, we're saying that if you need the leads, you probably shouldn't buy them. Uh, So when is a good idea? When it is a good idea? So uh, we find in our business, uh, not our business, Ash, but the brokers we work with, that uh, once the business gets to a certain point, it can be a smart idea to diversify the lead flow from just, say, partnerships to... Uh, lead generation, and that could be buying, it could be using an agency or building it internally. Uh, but there's a few key things first before it's a good idea, right? There's you need to have a well oiled process with team and systems that can take a lead and a happy customer comes out the other side. Um, so that's probably first and foremost the key, isn't it, Ash, in terms of oh. you have to have a successful business already. Totally, totally. I'll jump on my soapbox about this, James, 100%. Um, So, you know, so friends, to me, the number one thing here is if you've got the other pieces lined up, I actually love buying leads as a strategy. And that's going to sound controversial because we've just come off of the back saying when you need leads, you shouldn't be buying them. So I'm just going to go to the other side. I actually really love buying leads, but here's the caveat. The caveat must be that you have a business that's set up in a way that you can very easily and effectively and consistently measure the return on the investment because I love predictable lead sources, right? I love helping people build a business off the back of predictable results, hiring people, expanding your business. That's much easier when you can know with confidence that over the coming months, if I spend X amount of dollars on Y amount of leads, I'll get Z amount of results. So that's fantastic if you can do that. So you know that if you go to a company and say, hey, here's 10 grand, I'll buy those 30 pre-approved appointments and you know your system will deliver seven loans out the back end because you've been doing it for a few months. What an amazing, consistent uh I guess, foundation to expand your business on. So we love predictability. And and actually, if you get good at converting bought leads into results, it's a fantastic strategy. Oh, yeah, I I, I love it as well. And um, so, I mean, I wrote this down as you were talking, Ash, but, you know, for the the average, and I mean 90, 95% of brokers listening to this, uh, you know, they should write this down and, you know, put it on a post-it note. Buying leads will not make you successful. Buying leads will help scale an already successful business. 
system. Love that. So if you're, it, it's like, that's what it can, let's go, we'll go right back to shiny objects as to wrap this up, Ash. If we think of buying leads like a shiny object, there's a lot of them out there. A lot of brokers think if I buy leads, I'll double my business or be successful. If I just, if I change aggregators, I'll be successful. If I do you know, insert shiny object, I'll be successful. And none of those things will make you successful. Um, what will help make you successful is doing what works and the fundamentals like understanding how to build partnerships, talk to people, convert those said people into deals and customers and build a system for predictably doing that uh, in a leveraged fashion. And when you've done that, now that's of course what we do with our clients all day, every day, when you've done that and by this time you should be doing, uh, you know, five, 10, 15, $20 million a month. At that point, you can then start to look at buying leads to scale a successful system. Now, one caveat to that before um, I throw back to you to Rapash is that there are occasional, uh, let's call them unicorns out there in the market that have a natural ability to connect and sell. And for those people, they can make buying leads work um, in the early days. Um, the only other caveat I'll add is the only other reason why you would buy leads before you are successful is if you have built your business from day one around buying leads because the system and process is different. Um, that's probably all I'll say on this one. Ash, I'll let you wrap it. Oh, heck yeah, James. Boy, there's some gold nuggets in there, um, listeners. I highly recommend listening to this episode a couple of times. But look, a couple of things. Absolutely do not base a decision on buying leads or any other business decision for that matter, but particularly buying leads on what some unicorn that's exalted in the industry through the media is able to do, right? It's one of the things we're really big on. Don't make decisions and follow the path that a unicorn has followed, right? That's a path to misery, right? Come back and go, all right, um, where am I at with my business? I mean, we, James, I mean, would talk, I reckon, out of every 10 people I speak to that are contemplating buying leads as a strategy, nine of them, I talk out of it. And the reason I talk them out of it is your business is not ready for it. If you need some quick inflows of customers, here's a couple of other ways to do that that don't cost a whole bunch of money, right? And then let's build your business. Let's get things to a stage where it's successful. You've got your conveyor belt, right? And you're getting good cash flow and you've taken yourself a little bit back off the tools so you can focus on growing the business. Now, now let's have a look at where buying leads fits into that ecosystem and how you can make the most of your expenditure. And does it fit the growth strategy of your business? If you can answer yes to those two questions, great. Buying leads can be, as I said, an awesome strategy to leverage growing what already works. Yep. Yeah, I love that. That's perfectly said. And I think, listeners, uh, this episode's been, I don't know, 20 minutes odd by now, 22 minutes, I think my time is telling me. I would suggest, Ash, that we would probably saved the average listener $1,000 a minute. Like, knowing what we know about this industry and buying leads, we've probably saved each and every person listening to this $1,000 a minute. I think that's been a pretty good episode, considering this is a free podcast. Um, we've saved a lot of people a lot of money and time and heartache. Um, if they take this, listen to it again, 
and follow the advice because buying leads can be a good idea. Most of the time, if done wrong, it's not. So tread carefully, get the right advice and, you know, do these things in order and when ready. Yep. And if there's any lead providers out there listening to this episode, we love you. That you are, There's good people who operate in the lead generation space. It's not their fault. They, you know, there is a place for it. So if you guys are listening to this, we love you. It's an important part of the industry, generating mm. opportunities for brokers. But brokers, definitely, 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 definitely. I think I might say that one more time. Definitely. Yep. Consider this episode and think about where you're at with your business and should you be spending money on leads or should you be looking at improving other parts of your business and maybe generating some cash flow from customers from elsewhere until you're ready for leads from um, a supplier. Yep, well said, Ash. And uh, you're right, there's a lot of people I know, even very close friends with that do lead generation and run agencies and they do great work. And we put it in the shiny object bucket because shiny objects are not all bad, just to you know reinforce listeners that things like buying leads and other things we call shiny objects, they're not bad. It's just that they need to be treaded with caution and done in the right order and at the right time. And unfortunately, you don't know when and how is the right time for your business because you haven't done it, um, which is why it's important to have someone in your corner that's done what you want to do already. So um, on that note, buying leads, good idea, bad idea, uh, you know, watch this episode again. And if in doubt, um, you know, come and speak to us and, you know, think carefully before you act and grow your businesses. So it's been a pleasure, Ash. One of my favourite topics. Yeah. Can't wait to next week. Yeah, loved it, James. Cracker. Hope everyone enjoyed it. Yeah, see you next time. Sounds good. Catch you next week, everybody. Bye for now. Thanks for joining this episode of Mortgage Broker Acceleration. It's now time to grow your mortgage business, your income, and your lifestyle too. If you want to accelerate and learn from the best, head over to brokerworkshop.com and join the next deep dive training with James and Dash. That's www.brokerworkshop.com. Until next time, go get them.